In the late summer of 1992, I was working as a short-order breakfast cook at a dive bar called Mike's Place in Tucson, Arizona. In addition to their infamous nickel pints and quarter pitchers of old Milwaukee beer, Mike's offered a 99-cent breakfast, two eggs, hash browns, and toast, perfect for sopping up a night's worth of alcohol. Around 10 a.m., the University of Arizona frat boys stumbled in like bears out of hibernation, delirious and hungry. They ordered three or four breakfast specials each. Behind the grill, I flipped eggs like a machine, deftly dodging missiles of splattered oil. Serving up breakfast had become second nature. I had been paying my way through college, working jobs like this for the past four years. As my body moved through the motions of flipping hash browns and cracking eggs, my consciousness was free to ponder other things. I was worried. I was about to start my fifth and final year as an undergrad. Only weeks before, left arm dangling from my beloved fire truck red 1972 Volkswagen microbus, nicknamed Gus, I had rolled back into Tucson after one final summer, following the Grateful Dead, camping in the Sierra Nevada mountains around Lake Tahoe, and cooking out of my van for weary thru-hikers on the Pacific Crest Trail. My fifth year. That thought resonated in my mind. I never planned on spending five years in Tucson. It just sort of worked out that way. At the end of the last school year, I wasn't ready to move on. I had completed all the requirements for a theoretical math major, but I knew that wasn't my path. By taking a fifth year of courses, I could explore physics and Japanese culture, and also buy a little more time to save money and put off those upcoming student loan payments for another year. I was hoping to find clarity before embarking on the next stage in my life. I had grown up way off the grid, in a single wide trailer that stood on tripods at the end of a long dirt road. The front yard was dirt, the backyard was dirt, and the Arizona desert surrounded us like an untamed wilderness. We had to drive miles to fill our 500-gallon tank of water every couple of weeks. Family life wasn't great. My father embarked on a steady diet of alcohol and marijuana until my mother kicked him out when I was 12. I became a fatherly older sibling to my two little brothers, who were six and eight years my junior. My escape came from exploring the alien world of the desert. I collected scraps of metal to build a fort for myself and my brothers, a safe hideout for when our parents were fighting. I scouted for swimming holes and hunted for gems and minerals. In the desert, I sought wonder and distraction, and found plenty of both. I especially loved picking through the remnants of old mining operations, imagining the men who had once staked out this desolate patch of land and set about excavating the unlikely cache, sleeping on the hard ground and rising with the sun. I would comb the tailings piles, feeling a thrill of discovery whenever an alluring mineral specimen emerged from the debris. In the desert, I could reinvent myself. I could pretend to be anyone. I was a swashbuckling adventurer, an explorer of the unknown. On one memorable expedition, I convinced one of the few neighbor kids to follow me into an abandoned mine. My friend was nervous, but I plowed ahead, displaying the kind of bravado I only wished I could show at home. Moments later, I heard coming from behind me the unmistakable rattle of a snake that meant business. I waited in the tunnel for hours until my friend returned with a stranger from the nearest homestead, who quickly dispatched the snake with his pistol. Far from considering the afternoon a failure, I reveled in the memory of my most daring adventure yet. I'm not certain whether the chaos of my young life necessitated this persona, or if it simply revealed it. 
but however it happened, it stuck. Even after my father left, and even after my mom moved us to a Phoenix suburb and life evened out a little bit, I still wanted to test the limits of everything, to see how far into the wild I could go.